48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Julian Quell. The top stories. Hong Kongers scramble to register for their $5,000 consumption vouchers. Police arrest two people for allegedly inciting others to kill officers and set police premises on fire. And Chinese astronauts have conducted their first ever double spacewalk. Hong Kongers have been scrambling to subscribe for their $5,000 consumption vouchers. The stored value scheme allows people to buy goods electronically on their smartphones or octopus cards. Some, though, have found it hard to register with their apps during the initial rush. Wang Yingting reports. The voucher scheme is part of a $36 billion attempt by the government to boost the economy, hurt by the pandemic social distancing measures. Residents can opt for four platforms, Octopus, HKT's Tap and Go, WeChat Pay and Alipay. The government says things have been going smoothly, but one RTHK reporter using the government's I'm Smart Plus app, which allows electronic signing, encounters long waits and client error messages. Tabango also said its customers had been encountering delays. The public has until July 17 to sign up. Police have arrested two people for allegedly inciting others to kill officers and set police premises on fire. The force said a 20-year-old woman and a 26-year-old man had posted the messages on a social media on Friday, a day after an officer was stabbed in Causeway Bay, puncturing his lung. His assailant later died after stabbing himself. Tam Wai Chung is a superintendent from the police's Cybersecurity and Technology Crime Bureau. The abusive comments, uh, the incitement messages, were posted on the 2nd of July this year. For number of comments the arrested person has made is not the main thing that we uh, consider on the arrest, which is the thing we consider is the seriousness of the comments. I could say one of the comments was to incite people to kill police. The other is inciting people to set fire on police premises. Police have warned people against mourning for the attack of the police officer, saying the National Security Department had taken over the case. The force said some people had been encouraging others to pay tribute to the man. It said this was no different from supporting terrorism. Chinese astronauts have conducted their first ever double spacewalk. More from the BBC's Electra Naismith. TV footage showed the astronauts exiting China's new Tiangong space station, one with the help of a robotic arm, the other by climbing through the hatch. It's only the second time Chinese astronauts have stepped outside their craft while in space. They'll be testing next-generation spacesuits and that robotic arm. But their main task will be to get Tiangong's core module into service. China was a late starter in space exploration, but it's increasingly ambitious. Currently, the International Space Station is the only one in orbit, but China is excluded. New Chief Secretary John Lee says history will decide whether it was right for him to be elevated into the number two spot in government. Priscilla Ng reports. During a television interview, John Lee was asked whether he was the right person to replace Matthew Zheng as the number two official in the administration and whether he should have shouldered responsibility for pushing forward the highly controversial and now withdrawn extradition bill in 2019. History will judge, Mr. Lee said in reply, adding that he's in a trusting relationship with the chief executive and believes he'll be able to help Carrie Lam in her governance. 
The new chief secretary stressed his number one priority now is to heal the social divide, and said he believes he can do so through non-political activities such as sports events and campaigns that encourage a healthy lifestyle among teenagers. Health authorities have reported three new COVID-19 infections involving patients from the United Kingdom today. The patients were staying in quarantine hotels at Cheplap Kok, Wongshuk Hang and Shiktong Choi. They all carry the L452R mutated virus. Hong Kong has implemented a ban on flights arriving from the UK since July the 1st, citing a rebound in coronavirus cases there. You're listening to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past 11. The Health Secretary, Sophia Chan, says she estimates about half of the population would have been vaccinated against COVID-19 by September. Although she said a higher rate was needed, Professor Chan said momentum was building. She was speaking on a radio programme. 50% is not enough if we are talking about building herd immunity. Many of our experts actually uh, said at least it should be 70%. But I think if this momentum can be capped as well as improved or further increased, for example, the special groups, the elderly groups, uh, the young people, as well as the different uh, groups uh, in the front line that uh, actually would be benefited uh, more if they uh, go on vaccination. If these groups come forward and take the vaccine, I think the vaccination rate can be further increased, but I think more work would need to be done. A concerned group for those on low incomes say subdivided flat landlords are still overcharging tenants for electricity and water. That's in spite of a new law against inflating water fees. Over the last quarter, the Society for Community Organisation polled 360 subdivided flat tenants. It found their median monthly water charge was $15 per unit, 25% more than the official charge. The group's community organiser is Esther Wu. The tenant may be afraid of the landlord as they, if they report this situation to the government, their landlord maybe do not let them continue to renting the house. So uh, due to the imbalanced bargaining power, they may be afraid of this. So the most important is the government should actively do the checking uh, and recommend the electricity company to also do the checking and to find out which landlord is charging uh, unreasonable Price. Japanese Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga has warned that a huge mudslide in the town of Atami could be followed by similar disasters with more heavy rain forecast in many areas. About 20 people are still missing, two are confirmed dead. This Atami resident described what happened. The landslide warning siren sounded, but at first I didn't think it was going to be that bad. But when I stepped outside later, the rumbling of the ground all around was very strong. A military transport plane has crashed in the Philippines as it tried to land on the island of Holo. 29 people have been confirmed dead, 50 others are in hospital. The accident incident has not been treated as an attack. To sport... England fans have been celebrating after this morning's 4-0 win over the Ukraine in Rome. That put them into the semi-finals of Euro 2020. The team's captain, Harry Kane, says he's hitting form at the right time. I've said all along, it's all about peaking for the right times, peaking for the knockout stage. Um, And yeah, I feel good, I feel ready. 
Obviously, Rez put a great ball in a few minutes in, uh, into the game and I was able to put it away. And then second half, we come out with a real determination. So, uh, yeah, of course, it's nice to score a couple of goals. But the most important thing is that we're winning games. So let's keep it going. Denmark will take on England in the semi-finals after a closely fought 2-1 win over the Czech Republic in Baku. The BBC's John Bennett has the details. Denmark's emotional journey at Euro 2020 goes on, but they were severely tested by Czech Republic in a tense second half. Before the break, Denmark were in total control after taking the lead just five minutes into the game. Thomas Delaney with a free header from a corner. Then, just before half-time, Joachim Mailer put in a wonderful cross with the outside of his boot, and it was volleyed in at close range by Kasper Dolberg. But in exhausting heat in Baku, Czech Republic came out flying second half, and Patrick Schick pulled a goal back with his fifth of the tournament. Both sides ran out of steam towards full-time, and Denmark are into their first major tournament semi-final since 1992, the year they went on to win the Euros. Motor racing and Formula One leader Max Verstappen has won the Austrian Grand Prix for Red Bull to par 32 points clear of Lewis Hamilton. Mercedes' seven times world champion Hamilton finished a distant fourth with teammate Valtteri Bottas second and McLaren's Lando Norris third as Red Bull chalked up their fifth win in a row. And now the weather, it will be mainly fine, isolated showers tomorrow. The minimum temperature will be about 29 degrees. Very hot during the day with a maximum temperature of around 33 degrees. Moderate east to southeasterly winds. The outlook, more showers on Tuesday and Wednesday. Weather improving gradually in the later part of this week. The current temperature is 29 degrees Celsius and the humidity is 81%. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Hong Kong has scrambled to register for their $5,000 consumption vouchers. Police arrest two people for allegedly inciting others to kill officers and set police premises on fire. And Chinese astronauts have conducted their first ever double spacewalk. The news from RTHK. Temper little jukebox hero.
the digital world, your account login and personal information are just like the keys to your home. Accessing your bank account via an unknown Wi-Fi or a public computer is like giving away your home keys. And stolen account and personal information can be used by others. Always protect your digital keys. Change your password regularly. Keep your personal digital keys safe. The above information is provided by the Hong Kong Monetary Authority. Live across Hong Kong, this is Radio 3. We haven't slowed it down too much tonight. Here's Nazareth. Love hurt. 